Hi guys, so I'm recording this right after I watched the Apple event. So these are my raw reactions to it. This is Stucky Speak. Wah! Welcome to Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast where Julian CB, that's me, speaks his mind on various tech topics for techies and non-techies alike. New episodes pop up every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's the episode. Okay, let's begin. These are my reactions to the Apple Far Out event. I didn't actually outline it properly because as i mentioned these are my raw reactions coming out of the event so here we go i'll just probably talk about it in order of presentation so that it won't be confusing for my part first up so the order was apple watch airpods and iphone which is nice so they made it clear in the beginning tim made it clear Mr. Tim Cook, he made it clear that it would be Apple Watch, AirPods, and the iPhone. So first up was Apple Watch. Then the first one was Series 8, so it's your typical uh, Apple Watch upgrade. It now has temperature sensors. Basically, it's for its focus was for uh, menstrual tracking, so better menstrual cycle tracking. For women, which is nice. It's a nice, good focus for that feature. And yeah, it's nice feature to have. And uh, the Apple Watch Series 8 also has crash detection. So in the event, uh, heaven forbid that you get into an accident with a car. So at least there's crash detection. So it will automatically contact emergency in the event that you're in a car crash. I think that's it for Series 8. There wasn't much uh, changes in Series 8. It was still the usual, oh, it's still the usual sizes, still the usual screen. So there's not really much to talk about there. The good thing, though, is that they updated the Apple Watch SE. So the Apple Watch SE now has a better chip, so it still can do all the the crash detection stuff. And yeah, it's it's a really compa- more compelling uh, Apple Watch right now compared to before. So we get a bigger... I guess we're getting a bigger screen? I have to check. Because it wasn't really made clear that the Apple Watch SE has a bigger screen or something like that. I think it's still the same. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah. So, I confirmed it in the website. So, the Apple Watch SE still has the same screen as the Series 5, 4? Yeah. But it, it still gets brighter. And, yeah. So, we have the Apple Watch SE... And, of course, we were hearing rumors of a more expensive Apple Watch designed for the rugged 
uh, more adventurous people. And we finally got it. It's not called the Apple Watch Pro. It's not called the Apple Watch Series 8 Pro. Nothing stupid like that. I mean, to be fair, the new name is weirder. They called it the Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah, they clearly got the branding name from their other products. So basically, the Apple Watch Ultra is a more rugged Apple Watch. Basically designed for the more exploration-focused and uh, more support for deeper dives, so to speak. So with the Apple Watch Ultra, you now have a titanium body instead of the usual aluminum stainless steel. So now we have the Apple Watch. It's a titanium body. It's now WR100. So it has that certification, so it can survive even deeper dives. And because it's the Apple Watch is basically swim-proof now, but uh, now you can have it, you know, dive deeper with that WR100. And another standard for diving. So you can actually use the Apple Watch Ultra when you dive. There was even a, in the presentation... There's even a company showing off their app that's designed for diving in mind. So that was pretty interesting, so to speak. But then, of course, being the Ultra model, so it started at $799 for the Apple Watch Ultra, which is, yeah, we expected this, but I expected it to be higher, like $900, $1,000, according to the rumors. Managed to be $799. Or in the case for the Philippines, it's 52,990 pesos. If it if I convert that to US dollars, I bet it's not 799. Oh yeah. Yeah, wanna bother. So yeah, the Apple Watch Ultra is here. Alongside Apple Watch Series 8, which costs $25,990 in the Philippines, or around $399 in the US. And the Apple Watch SE, which costs 15,990 pesos or the lower price of $249 in the US. So there, that's the lineup. We don't get the Series 3 anymore. Yes, finally. After years of us clamoring that, oh, why is the Apple Watch Series 3 still there? It's gone. And it's probably because the latest (laughs) operating system for Apple Watch doesn't support the Series 3 anymore, which is good because it was getting long in the tooth there for the Apple Watch Series 3. So, yeah, that's the Apple Watch lineup. I'm really curious as to how the Apple Watch Ultra will fare. But I think there's a market for it. If we have a market for Garmin, then I guess there's a market for this one. Oh yeah, another thing with the Apple Watch Ultra is it has, if I'm not mistaken, Apple claims it to have 36 hours of battery life, which is another feature that people clamor for when it comes to the Apple Watch. Because in my personal use, I always charge it like every day, which is really annoying, especially if you, you know, use it for more than just being a smart notification thing. So use it for fitness and stuff like that. 
health tracking. So really annoying when you have to charge it all the time. So it's nice to see improvements there by literally having a giant battery. Because <laughs> it's uh, there, 36 hours of battery life. Apple claims it. And there's also this 60-hour extended battery life. They're going to set a mode that will come out later. So, <clears throat> sorry. Probably edit that out. So basically, yeah, Apple Watch Ultra with a bigger battery to support the 36-hour battery life. Uh, better screen with a sapphire crystal cover, which is now 49 millimeters. So it's a bigger watch. And it has specific bands for the Ultra. Like, yeah, there were specific bands designed for the Apple Watch Ultra in mind. Like, there was this loop thing that it's a very different, diff- very different watch bands. So, I'll just leave a link in the show notes. Yeah, anyway, so those were the Apple Watches. I wasn't really looking forward to anything specific with regard to Apple Watch. The SE is nice, but I still have an SE and it works fine. So I don't see myself upgrading. At least this spares me an upgrade for an Apple Watch. Oh, well. Next up, this. This was the... This was the... I. This was the thing that I was really looking forward to. The freaking AirPods Pro. AirPods Pro came out in 2019. And since then, there was... No such thing as an update whatsoever. Like, we've been through a pandemic. We've been through the vaccine. And we still didn't get an AirPods Pro update until now. So, they announced the second gen AirPods Pro with better hardware inside. So, sorry. Has better hardware inside. Basically has a better driver and the amplifier. And... It has the H2 chip for better connectivity. So what I found out while using wireless earbuds all the time, like I use, I think I have seven or eight pairs with me. Not really healthy if you think about it. Doing a wireless earbuds roundup though, so stay tuned for that. I might have wireless buds roundup commentary. Like it's a companion to the roundup I'll be doing. But yeah. For now, it's probably the preview. Basically, out of all the earbuds that I've tested, the AirPods Pro still continues to be one of the most reliable in terms of connectivity. That's probably because of the custom chip inside the H1 chip, and now they have the H2 chip inside the second gen AirPods Pro. Then, on top of that, it now has... hmm. What else does it still have? So there's adapted transparency. So the transparency mode got better with the AirPods Pro 2nd Gen. And Apple claims that the ANC on the 2nd Gen AirPods Pro, they claim to have it cancel out two times more noise than even the previous generation, which is nuts. Like, you know. At least there's the 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 wait was worth it in a sense because it's been three three years and now we just get the better AirPods Pro. 
But yeah, I think they could have released it last year. I don't know what happened there. Anyway, yeah. Better ANC. And, of course, since it's a new new pair of AirPods Pro, better battery life as well. So, yeah. So, we're getting 6 hours per bud. And then we get total of 30 hours in the case. Which is great. So, this lasts fine for me, my current AirPods Pro. But seeing this improvement, I can't wait to try it. Then, another improvement that... Apple added to the AirPods Pro is in terms of controls. Finally, those four sensors. Because in the AirPods Pro, instead of like tapping, I think even in the new AirPods, it's not even tapping, it's the four sensors too. So the stem. Now the stems have additional functionality on the AirPods Pro. I can finally swipe up and down on the four sensor to adjust the volume. Thank God that that feature is there now. Thank goodness. I'm so happy. I can now finally adjust the volume without opening my phone or pulling out my phone just to adjust the volume. Whew. Yes. Thank goodness. And other features include a lanyard. So there's a lanyard hole. Or, you know, if you want to wear your AirPods Pro for some reason, I probably won't use that. It's fine. Then there's actually a speaker on the charging case. That's for the Find My functionality. Because the case itself has a U1 chip, which can be used with the Find My app to find the case on top of just the bu- the buds. Because the, the first-gen AirPods Pro... Only the buds were being tracked by Find My. Now you can find the case with the second gen AirPods Pro. And another good thing now with charging this AirPods Pro, so I can now charge it with Lightning, which is what the usual way. Now I can charge it with an Apple Watch charger. That's nice. And the MagSafe charger, which is another good thing. It's really nice. Yeah, so, oh, that sucks. So I did mention that AirPods Pro is 6 hours of listening time. It says here, uh, 5.5 hours with spatial audio and head tracking enabled. So if you have those enabled, then yeah, that's 30 minutes off. Then, yeah, I noticed in the iPhone uh, specs that it has Bluetooth 5.3, which is good. Which means the AirPods Pro has Bluetooth 5.3. That's really interesting. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I did forget. Uh, the AirPods Pro comes with uh, four sizes of tips now compared to the three. So we get the usual small, medium, and large. And now we get an extra small tip for really small ears. So that's good news. And, oh, oh, I didn't see this. So the what's in the box for the AirPods Pro, there's a sp- lanyard loop. I mean, it's just the hole. It's probably just the hole, I think. Yeah. So that's it for the AirPods Pro. It still costs uh, $249 in the US or $14,990 in the Philippines. I think there's no price change that's still the same compared to the previous. Although... The old one 
has discounts for a while. So that's a good thing. But yeah, it's nice to see the AirPods Pro. New one. Finally, after three years, we have a new one. I mean, it's almost three years because it came out like October, November, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy we get a new one. After the AirPods are, of course, the stars of the show, the iPhone 14 lineup, let's start with the iPhone 14 and 14 Plus. Yes, they called it the 14 Plus instead of a 14 Max or whatsoever. It's called the 14 Plus. So it's basically the iPhone 14 is an iPhone 13 complete with the A15 Bionic used by the 13 Pro last year. And with a notch with different colors. The colors are blue, purple, midnight, starlight, and product red. Then, yeah. And the f iPhone 14 comes with improved cameras. Uh, a better main camera and better ultra-wide. So basically, they cost... Uh, seven ninety nine dollars for hundred twenty eight gig for the iPhone fourteen, while the iPhone fourteen plus starts at eight ninety nine dollars. Uh, more on the Philippine pricing later. Then, yeah, that's the iPhone fourteen. Still looks like the iPhone thirteen to be quite honest. But then you still get the plus model. And of course, the last phones in the lineup are the iPhone 14 Pro and the iPhone 14 Pro Max with four colors, space black, silver, gold, and deep purple. It has, instead of the, uh, instead of the notch, we're getting this wide pill, which actually expands and contracts, adjusts based on the software. It's called Dynamic Island. The name, the name of that feature is weird, but I'm actually into it, in a way, for that. So, the iPhone 14 Pro lineup comes in the 6.1 and 6.7 inch display sizes. So, it's the 14 Pro and the 14 Pro Max. With the brightness, uh, up to 1,006 up to 1600 nits for peak brightness in HDR and 2000 nits peak brightness when you're outdoors which is really insane of course the 14 Pro gets the new A16 chip it's a better a new chip for an nanometer process so it still has a 6 core CPU with 2 performance and 4 efficiency cores a 5 core GPU and still the 16-core neural engine. The cameras are changed as well with a 48-megapixel main sensor. So the 14 Pro series basically gets most of the shiny new features. I think the screen is still 120Hz ProMotion. It now has always-on display, which has been a feature rumored to the iPhone for a while now. Finally, it's in the 14 Pro models. And we get a display that's brighter compared to the previous generation. Then we get 
weird thing is we we still just get 4k video recording so i just confirmed it so 4k video recording at 24 fps 25 30 or 60. meanwhile at 1080 p we get this new weird 25 fps uh video recording at least cinematic mode already reaches 4k hdr at 30 fps and there's also action mode but that's limited only to 2.8k at 60 fps probably because of the stabilization they're doing with action mode so that one and yeah the weird storage limitation for prores is still here in the 14 pro where it's 1080p 30 for 128 gig phones while the the rest get 4k 30 prores video recording so that's something i guess then all iphone 14 models get the improved true depth camera so that's the front camera still 12 megapixels but now has autofocus thank goodness that means that we can have better selfies better selfie video and the iphone continues to be one of the only few phones to have 4k video recording in the front camera and it now includes 24 fps which is still baffling that other phones can't do 4k video recording in the front but here we are uh the iphone 14s also get crash detection so the same feature in the apple watch series 8 can be found in the new iphones which is nice nice touch so pricing so the iphone 14 is at 799 dollars 14 plus at 899 the 14 Pro, surprisingly, is just at $999, and the 14 Pro Max is $1099. But that's the US pricing. In the Philippines, we basically got a 7,000 peso price hike compared to last year's uh, 13 series. So the 13 series, I think particularly with the 13 Pro, it started at 63990 if I'm not mistaken. Then they increased it to 70990 now for the 128GB iPhone 14 Pro. And yeah, it only goes up from there. Up to the 100, up to the 1 terabyte model. If I'm not mistaken, the 1 terabyte model costs around... Hundred nine thousand nine hundred ninety for the Pro Max, while the regular Pro it's a hundred two thousand nine hundred ninety pesos. Really, not good pricing. It's so expensive, and especially the fact that resellers are going to add on top of this. It's not looking good for the iPhone pricing. So expect to spend more. On getting an iPhone, guys, and that's still on top of the AirPods Pro that costs 15k. <clears throat> then the new Apple Watch costs at least 16k. So that's what you're spending uh, basically 100k if you're getting the Pro, the Pro 14, because you don't want to get the one with the regular 14 with the A15 chip. So the Pro 14. 
the 14 Pro, I'm sorry, an Apple Watch Series 8, because the Ultra is just extra, and the AirPods Pro. So that's around 100k at least. Then, depending on the storage, it'll just go up. It's nuts that Apple is probably the only company that still can push us to spend more for their products. But have we reached the price ceiling? I don't know yet. We'll see with this lineup. <clears throat> if it works, then good for them. If not, then we'll see. I guess that's it for my initial raw reactions to the stuff hap the stuff announced at the Apple event, the far out Apple event. Uh, I may have some detailed thoughts, especially with this price increase of the iPhones. Does it make sense for Apple to keep doing these price increases, especially as the resellers themselves will also put another price another amount on top of the amount in the apple online store so we'll see until the next one guys bye thanks for listening to this episode of techie speak an utterly techie podcast you can follow at utterly techie on facebook instagram and twitter you can also check out utterlytechie.com in order to discover more of the techie life through tech news reviews and opinions See you next week!